Welcome on in to another edition of the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty DeClaire. I hope you're doing well today. Welcome on in. Oh, Delilah, big shake. Oh, yeah. First, I'd like to thank Patreon. Over in the squad, we have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan and Boyan Antonoff at Boyan V. Antonoff. Shouts out to Boyan. I've been trying to, I've been peppering him with fantasy football trades for the last like 72 hours. So that's great. Uh, yeah, that shout out to the squad. Uh, also, shout out to the Angels. I'd like to thank Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce. 103. Go pick up your letter. Do your part for the environment today. Also, like to thank Mason Tim at MT underscore the underscore RMT. Go get your body right by the best MT in Ottawa by Faces Magazine and me. I also endorse that. Also, like to thank Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe. Matt, I miss you, man. We got to get you back on the show real soon. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. We'd love to have you over there. For the mental health check this week, I've been tired. <laughs> I've uh, been burning the candle at like three ends here. Uh, definitely haven't been doing as well on the sleep side of things as I'd like to. I feel like I've just been kind of continuously adding to that sleep debt. And I find that that reflects in, you know, me <laughs> not thinking as quickly being incapable of uh, original thoughts sometimes, some stuttered, some, you know, difficulty with some words. The more I sleep, I don't see those things. So uh, going forward, definitely going to try to focus on some sleep this week. And like I said, what that looks like, having a routine bedtime, getting some sunshine, some exercise in the morning, give myself a screen curfew, just trying to use screens a little less if I can. I've always been just playing with this idea of living with intention where if I'm doing something, I want it to have a purpose. Like if I'm relaxing and I'm watching TV, like why am I doing this right now? It's to unwind, it's to de-stress, it's to give me something else to think about. If I'm brushing my teeth, why am I doing this? For dental health, for the betterment of my my longevity, <laughs> to not spend money at the dentist. Living with intention just in my mind just means having a purpose and just trying to cut out the mindlessness of some tasks and having a purpose. Just, I don't know, I've done a lot of mindless things in my life and trying to do a little less of that, trying to use the energy I do have and the time I have in an efficient manner. And I think living with some intention would be a good step. This week on the show, oh, we have uh, two of my best buddies from back in BC. We got Dustin Plett at uh, Dustin underscore Plett on Instagram. And we got Kyle Lorto at KLorto1313 on Instagram. Dustin and Kyle, we go way back. I met Kyle through Dustin and I met Dustin through football. I won't bite the uh, original origin story that's in the podcast. So check that out. But as you're going to see, you know, Dustin, Kyle, and I, we, we just, we get each other. It's, I haven't laughed that hard in so long. My face was physically sore by the end of the podcast and it was just something that I was missing. Um, 
you know, if uh, if you don't like explicit language, this might not be the podcast for you. But you know, we talk about their podcast, Talk Our Way Out. You can find that pretty much everywhere. So go subscribe to Talk Our Way Out. I've listened to a few of their clips. Oh my goodness, it's hilarious! Like if you like the show, you're gonna love their show. So go check it out. We talk about some of our old football stories with me and Dustin as we played football together for many a time. Just, you know, regular fart jokes, dude jokes. We talk about the time that Kyle had cancer uh, when he was going into his 12th grade year. And we talk we, we talk about cancer jokes and how difficult they are and how much they fall short most of the time. But I'm rambling. Let's get to it. So if you like the show, subscribe. Share it with a friend. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Instagram. What have you. Just let's spread the word. I love every each and one of you for listening. And if you don't like it, that's cool. If you like it, that's cool. Leave a review. We'd love that. I hope you have a great week. I hope that you live with intention. I hope that you have a good sleep tonight. All we have is today. So just focus on doing what you can today for yourself. Without any further ado, please welcome Dustin Platt and Kyle. Lorto! Oh, I almost forgot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I almost forgot that I'm also doing streaming on Twitch. You're going to see a lot more branding with Dino Beach Party, which is just an amazing group that I've stumbled into. And uh, you can catch Dino Beach Party on Twitch, on YouTube, everywhere you're looking. You can catch me on Twitch at Canada. I'll leave a link in the show notes here. I'm streaming every Thursday from 7 to 9 Atlantic Standard Time. So you can do the math in your head on that one. But if you like Twitch, if you like me, if you like talking, if you like hangout, if you like sports, come check it out. All right. Now, without any further ado, please welcome Dustin Platt and Kyle Lortooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooooo
there's uh there's this dude in one of the counties he's like a mayor or something that uh he's getting blasted on twitter because he's basically like quit looking for handouts if you don't have any power find other ways of supporting yourself (laughs) it's like he's like basically if you can't find water when the water's off he's like that's a problem with your raising (laughs) it's coming up Hey, it's not that hard. I might be broadcasting from my mansion right now. Just go grab a stick, sharpen it up, go find some dinner. Okay. Go grab a couple bottles, walk down to the river, grab some water. You're good to go. Like, I don't know why we're belly aching here and looking for handouts. We're all struggling. I heard, uh, I heard one family was trying to heat up their house with their car, and oh. uh, carbon monoxide poisoning <laughs> killed their whole family and they died. Why? Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> so those ones, they don't pass the test. <laughs> if you can't last twelve hours in the cold without killing yourself with a car, you don't pass the test. Well, you don't get. You don't get to keep going. You know, it's like what Tim Boyd said. You know, the strong will survive, the weak will perish. Also, the ones that thought that car emissions were safe, they also perish. Got a got a special word for those ones, but I don't know if I'm supposed to say it. <laughs> The vibe check was not passed. <laughs> okay, so before we get too lost into nothingness, um, y'all should like introduce yourselves and talk about yourself. So, uh, Kyle, let's start with you. Tell me about yourself. Uh, I had cancer once. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always start it like that? You can't just walk like a normal person. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> I, I went to school for a while. I uh, so I guess the way that we met was through Dustin. You mm-hmm. guys played football together. You were the only person I've ever met that could survive the Dustin fat attack when it came to wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you actually knew what you were doing. <laughs> so that reminds me of a story I'll tell later. Continue. Though. Yeah, we have many stories uh, to get through, so let's save those. Oh, <laughs> uh, every like. So the, the story that always comes to my mind when, like, for us was, uh, I think Dustin didn't really remember, but the McDonald's trip. Oh. We we went to McDonald's back when Dustin was still in the basement, and I think we bought it out. Like, we had yeah. some, like, somewhere in the double digits of Bergs, and the flurries <laughs> everywhere. It was it was a mess. It was a complete mess. I think uh, Pfeiffer came over for that one too. Yeah, it's like those um, Facebook pictures. Like, you you have. Four four hours to eat all this food. Who are you inviting? It's like that was our <laughs> yeah. table. That was there was no joke. There was no challenge. We were just eating. <laughs> I know. But uh, back to the initial question, Kyle. Tell us about yourself, not about us. Oh, yeah, about me. oh yeah, about me. Or your diagnoses from the past. Like, <laughs> like I, I had know, cancer. I know. I had cancer, and one time we went to McDonald's. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> oh fuck! Sorry, I'm interrupting you. I'm really bad at that. But uh, about me. So, uh, basketball player, that was my, my main thing throughout middle school, high school. Uh, the aforementioned cancer came in uh, grade 12, kind of shut my idea of going on further with basketball from there, but I uh, still play rec league and stuff. Uh, currently, I am now married, and I have two kids, both under two. And, uh, yeah, this is the closest thing I have to quiet time, so... I relish it. 
prayers up. No, that doesn't sound fun at all. Just I uh, go back in the kids. I have so many questions and just so much sympathy. Uh, <laughs> the way I've been explaining to a lot of people is because like everybody's like, oh, you have kids that like us. Flick, uh, you switch, flick the switch. You turn into a dad. You have all these things. You're the exact same thing, except for way more stress. Except like you have five percent. Five percent of being a dad makes up for everything. Like them just saying like the first time they say dad, or they they fuck up and they give you this weird smile that you know that they got that shit from you because you know how to get out of shit too. Just unbelievably happy and fulfilling being your dad. The ninety-five percent is hard to survive, but that five percent makes up. Yeah, I'm just picturing if Dustin ever had kids and just like the amount, like probably that kid would be great at video games, but just an absolute asshole. <laughs> we time so, with his nephews. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's the same damn thing. Oh. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh god. Okay, Dustin, tell us about yourself. You, Dustin Platt. You know, I uh, met Ty back in the day. Uh, Actually, I'll quickly go over our origin story. This one time, uh, me and Ty didn't know each other. We went to a football camp, um, and I remember one day I was walking through the dorms while we were between practices, and uh, I thought I saw one of the guys I knew, and so I was just walking. I was going to go like chill with them and I saw him go into a room and so I thought I picked the right door um and I walk in I open the door and I see five people including Ty that I've never met before and I just walked into their room without any context or knocking on just open the door and then without hesitation I was like sup and I just closed the door and left <laughs> the most bizarre thing I've ever have <laughs> ever happened to me just door open we were just hanging out with friends and also this fucking weird brown kid walked in. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, so close the door. Your first impressions are dog shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> he slapped me in the face because I didn't get out of his way. <laughs> I don't know what it is about him that keeps you know him going back. That was, that was middle school Dustin and he had a lot of growing to do. So... <laughs> We, we heavily believe in personal growth. I've grown a lot since yeah, then. You're the test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is why you have personal growth. Because you don't have friends that talk to you when you're an adult. But uh, <laughs> that's how we met. And then uh, we uh, we had a little reunited uh, moment when I moved high schools to play high school football. And me and Ty were uh, holding it down on the O-line together. And then holding it down on the defense together. And then uh, he left me because he was older. And that's how that works. But... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I was unfortunately older than you, but I was, I was happy to at least pass down my wrestling skills to you at center where we were just doing completely illegal things like hip tossing <laughs> dudes and just knowing that we're under the guys in the middle of the O-line. So no one's really going to see it or just like grabbing their face mask, throwing them down in the dirt, you know, just dirty things like that. A very underappreciated influence in my football career is Ty Declare because if you really, if you go through my Instagram, you know I play football, but you're not going to see normal football highlights on there. I've probably got like six clips and they're all just me wrestling kids on punt return and just throwing kids around. Yeah. Like my my signature clip that I'll always show people, even if they don't know football, <laughs> is me just like rolling on some kid and I'm just like like lying down on top of him on the ground and I'm just like 
adjusting my belly so that it stayed on top of him to keep my center of balance. Doing the earning. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, these are things I learned with Ty, wrestling with Ty, because he actually knows how to wrestle. Yeah. Um, there was one time where me and Ty were having, like, we're we're wrestling and we're, you know, he got to the point where he was a kid and I said, you get to pick any position you want to start in because he was so confident he could beat me. And to his credit, he did beat me in pretty much everything, but I found like the one position that I could beat him in, but it was so unfair. It's like basically rear naked spider choke. I just didn't lock my arms yet. So as soon as I said three, two, one, go, I started choking him and he's like, okay, this is bullshit. But unless he was completely vulnerable, that was the only way I could beat him. Well, here's the thing like yeah the wrestling always worked out in my favor because like you know wrestling wrestling but if you were standing up and if you could use your kicks it was game over for me because i couldn't even get close to you without getting smoked by those front kicks oh, i can still feel it in my gut just <laughs> those were the uh was, that was the old uh four-year-old dusted in taekwondo class yeah <laughs> aren't you funny i always it's it seems like a lifetime ago because I was only in Taekwondo from when I was like four years old to like 11 because like once I started playing football at 10 it basically replaced all of Taekwondo for me <laughs> but um one constant reminder I see day to day is there's this guy that we graduated with who's currently a realtor nowadays and he has a truck that has his face on it do you know you know Perneal yeah so I see him all over town because he's got you know big face on his truck he drives it everywhere um we were in Taekwondo together, me and his older brother and him. And because me and Pernil were the same age, we would always be wrestler like partners for like our stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, one time I threw him in an arm bar and I farted in his face. And he was <laughs> fighting me. And, and then like, he was so mad. He was like, I'm not partying with you anymore. You're disgusting. And I was like, come on, man, what's wrong? And then like, I basically like, obviously we stopped. Like oh, yeah. we're really friends for that long, to be honest. And then he didn't really, yeah, you were never friends. You were an acquaintance. To be fair, I still remember the smell of your basement. Just that, <laughs> oh, that stank oh. that was just always there. We had to, I had to throw away clothing. <laughs> Guys, we have to stop talking about uh, the smell because my girlfriend's home and she's probably going to come out and have something to say and I don't need that online. <laughs> <laughs> You know why? It's actually funny. I was just talking to her before this started, and I literally said, it's not like we're going to talk about fart jokes on Ty's podcast. <laughs> we'll see. We're 10 minutes well- in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was, I was uh, looking back, because I've, I've listened to a couple of your, uh, your podcasts in the past, but I haven't listened to the last couple, but uh, I was listening to them, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a little bit of a change of pace. <laughs> like, I feel like our energy is a little bit different, but... I know that I know that we all have that connection, so I think it's gonna be fun. <laughs> There's always room for a fart joke. I don't. I don't care. I don't care the context. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could fart right now, but I just don't have it in me. Yeah. But uh, because we never actually got to the point of uh, one of Ty's questions, though. Wait, who are you? So uh, that's who we are, and uh, we started our own podcast. So you can find us on pretty much everything at Talk Our Way Out where we literally talk about everything because we are uh, pretty good at arguing and um, 
That's what we do. We, <laughs> we give our hot takes on everything. And I mean, I'm mostly right. Kyle's an idiot, but yeah, like, here Dustin, we are. Dustin judges me on everything I say, but he stays, and stays along for the ride. <laughs> my but, favorite. Uh, shameless plug. My, shameless plug. My, favorite, my favorite take that we've had so far is me de- dedicating an entire episode title to LaMelo Balls Sucks. And now he's like rookie of the year. <laughs> on like half an hour of me explaining why he's gonna lose and why he's trash <laughs> has been a farce <laughs> the most disrespectful take we've had this entire <laughs> hey hey calm it down with the we calm it down with the we Yo, because my name's on the podcast doesn't mean I share the same thing. I'm, I'm like a brown Max Kellerman. Like I'm just like oh my God. <laughs> the most reckless takes. It's been like 10 minutes. My face already hurts. God. <laughs> Kyle still hasn't forgiven me for giving uh Katie a shitty rank on my top 50. And that was literally our first episode where we just didn't know what to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> like six months ago, episode one. I'm you still Katie and Chris Paul, and I'll never forgive you. You <laughs> slap me in the face all you want. You just don't slap my idols. <laughs> so uh, I have a, <laughs> um, I have two distinct memories when it comes to playing football with Dustin. The first was when we went down to, I think it was what Dayton, Oregon. Is that does that sound right? Yeah. And we were we were playing this team, and we like went down for their homecoming, and we must have stomped them like forty nine to seven on their homecoming. It was bad. And at like the second half was starting, and we were already out of it and Dustin's chasing down the quarterback as he rolls out of the pocket and absolutely cleans the quarterback but the quarterback you know threw the ball and there was a completion but the photo was taken I believe by your mom Dustin and it's Dustin like pile driving the quarterback and me going <laughs> Meanwhile, in the frame of the photo, you see the guy catching the ball <laughs> and running. I'm just hot dogging because Dustin did his thing. <laughs> my boy did his thing. Like that was that was all that was on my mind. Meanwhile, the play is going on. Um, my second memory is another photo your mom took of me on the ground and Dustin on top of me blocking, and I'm just on the ground, my hands up, like what the hell. <laughs> Which I feel is a pretty common occurrence is just us messing with each other on the practice and in games, which to the detriment of our team, but yeah, for for the last, we did it. And yeah. Um, Dustin, do you have any other memories from football? You no, know, it's funny you bring up Dayton, Oregon, because I have some memories from Dayton, Oregon. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of memories. I, I think, I think the, my favorite memory from Dayton, Oregon was we had, so they invited us. They were like very confident they were going to beat us because they're an American team. We were like, you know, not overly impressive Canadian team. Like they thought they were going to destroy us. Obviously as Kai already said, we killed them. So it wasn't even close, (laughs) but they were so confident. They were like, Hey, you guys, you know, you come down, hang out. You can come to our homecoming. You can, uh, (laughs) you know, take my girls. Yeah, <laughs> come chill with us. It'll be great. Um, and uh, we're like, all right, cool. Like, it'll be cool. And you know, the moment the game started, we were already impressed. Like, they've got like the band. They everyone comes running out of the you know 
through that big like a uh, paper thing, the banner thing. Oh, okay. They right had on TV. Yeah, like on TV. It was like watching in a yeah a movie like Gridiron Day or something. That's what we it looked like coming out. Obviously, they were muffins, and it was <laughs> the game we ever played. But the it was hilarious how much they went into it and so once they do like their whole homecoming ceremony pre-game and then we pipe them we're laughing we're having a great night we're like already like all right where's this party at you guys said you were throwing a party for us where's the party at and so we end up going to their their homecoming and like i think 90 percent of the team didn't show up i wouldn't <laughs> yeah, so basically it was our party with their girls oh. <laughs> you know how high school guys are so we were we were through the moon we were having one of the best nights ever you know it was and it was hilarious because they got like their teacher chaperones there trying to get us to stop dancing with their girls and stuff and um there was a lot of funny things but the best part that came out of that whole um thing was one of the guys on our team was this big dude named Iqbal and he's a funny dude I I honestly I miss him in my life I haven't heard from this guy in probably a decade by now shouts out to Iqbal oh right what a great guy. Anyways, this guy leaving the homecoming on the bus and going back to the hotel was talking so much shit about, yo, I had these honeys, bro. I had this sweetie on my jock the whole night. This guy's just hyping it up so much. And we're like, I don't remember Iqbal with any girls, to be honest. Like, no one remembers this, but he's professing his dominance in this male space that he's the alpha. He's got these girls. He was nice. And then, my God, when the pictures came back, oh, my God. There's these pictures with Iqbal. There's two pictures. And he's like dancing with these girls, which off first glance, yo, they're busted bro like it was not even anything to brag about like whatever you're chilling i wasn't take i wouldn't normally talk shit but the amount of he put into this saying dancing with these honeys i was like yo this guy's busted for real like what is he talking about anyways and so it was one thing to have the pictures and everyone's liking the pictures on facebook but like one of the pictures he's like dancing he's got like his arms up and he's kind of like you know like i don't really how to describe but he's like dancing between two girls and he, all he comments is, don't you hate it when you're trying to get through a crowd in a tight space and they take a photo and it looks like you're dancing? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And then there's a picture, like literally the next frame is him dancing, but he's leaning the other way. He's like, yeah, I, I don't know, still trying to get through these girls. <laughs> He's like completely renounces everything that he was saying the whole time. He was just like, oh man, that wasn't me. I wasn't dancing with them. It was some other girl. Oh, please tell me y'all forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh. So, it was so good. I just oh god. Man. Too much. And I I actually have one memory. It wasn't I don't think uh you were you were already graduated at this time, but I remember I went to one of the championships that Dustin lost. And oh, uh <laughs> Going like that. Which one? Because we, we, we never did it. <laughs> but uh, so we, I go, I'm with with the moms, and then they like the loss happens, whatever. Get on, they get on the bus, and we go to McDonald's. Hmm. And when I say I've never seen so much McDonald's eaten in my entire life, I thought Dustin was like, okay, you, you're gonna order a twenty piece and a meal on top, okay. And then I see the rest of the linemen, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're bringing platters. 
bottle service at McDonald's right now. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. That was just a moment tradition since before I got there. Those post-game Dawn's runs hit different. They were legend. Man, those look like they were probably take two, three days to come out. Like, yo, I literally (laughs) was like, that was the first time I was like, yo, so I don't normally eat my feelings, but like, let's see what this is cracked up to be. (laughs) (laughs) Is this as good as everyone says it is? Like, I know I'm already fat, but like, hey, YOLO, right? (laughs) Put back like 45 nuggets. And I was like, yeah, I feel gross. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not okay. It's like the fucking dog with the house on fire. Like, yeah, this is yeah. this is what happened today. <laughs> and the only other time that I ever did that after a football game was when I was at York in a in university, and we were like actually like not as bad as we had been the last couple of years, and we were going up against uh, University of Toronto, who was like considerably worse than us. Like we were bad, but they were worse, and. We were like, yo, we're going to beat these guys. Like, we're hyped. Like, this is this will be the game. Yeah. We beat them last year, too. Like, we got the Argos Cup, Battle of Toronto. We're going to go pipe these guys. And I haven't lost a game by that much since I was in, like, peewee football. <laughs> I lost 70 nothing, And I just remember thinking, they turned the scoreboard off for us as a kid. But this is <laughs> getting blocked. This is tough. And I just remember, like... It was like it literally like we played That's... we've played Queens, we've played Western, we played bishops in the queue, like we played all of these big time schools, and we never took a pipe like we took against U of T that day. And I just remember I went home and the boys are all shook, obviously. It's like our parents died or something. It's it was pretty serious. I know that doesn't compare, but well, it's pretty it, serious. <laughs> They no longer respect you as athletes. That's unfortunate. Like our parents had to watch us go through that. That's anyway. So we go back to the crib and we're like, so wings, obviously, (laughs) we're gonna eat our feeling. And I was like, all right, let's go wing per point. So I ordered 70 wings. Oh my holy. (laughs) I can't even fathom seeing 70 wings. You know what ended up happening? One. Um, they were basically cold by the time I got to the end because I cannot eat them at the pace to keep up with the heat. <laughs> um, two, I've never, I've always, because I, I, I don't drink at all for those that don't know. And I've always been the one instigating, telling everyone you're a fucking pussy for not finishing your beer. I can't believe, I can't believe you're, you're done right now. How are you already drunk? You've only had four shots. Like what's wrong with you? Like I was always that guy considering I've never drank in my life. And that's why I don't remember three years of my life. <laughs> Yeah, I would obviously because I don't drink. I've never been in that moment where everyone's like, "Drink, drink, drink! Don't be a bitch. Do it. Let's go!" Like I've never been the target of that. I've only been the instigator. So now I find myself sitting here with all these wings, and a bunch of my buddies from like out of town had come in. Like my buddy John was there, and I think uh, this guy Geo was there, and these are all like big dudes that they can eat too. And they they see the plate in front of me, and they're like. Oh, and they're like, oh, we're in fat boy mode right now. Like, even they're like, damn, Dustin, what are you going to do? And everyone cumulatively took the chance to be like, eat it, you fucking pussy. <laughs> and everyone was coming at me. And I'm like, guys, I'm full. And they're like, no, you're not. You're just being a little bitch. That's baby. And they're like, just coming at me. And I'm like, damn, man. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep eating this. And like, I can't, 
I've never been as full as I've been that day because I can only describe the feeling as like, imagine your entire stomach is full and the entire like tract of your throat where like the food goes down is completely full to where I can almost feel the little like twitch of like chicken, like tit, like the meat, just like tickling the back of my throat because there's literally nowhere for else to go. And I'm so close to throwing up. I've never eaten enough to make myself throw up, but I literally was gagging. I was that close because it was just hitting my gag reflex. There was no room left. I was forcing food into my body that I had no physical capacity to shove down anymore. And like, I mean, eventually I finished it. So I can say I, you know, I took the L physically and mentally that day. Yeah, you read a book. Honestly, you could talk, you could throw in emotionally because you know that was an emotional (laughs) journey. It was a, it was a pretty tough day. That was the worst L I had taken in my adult life. It it was at least something. (laughs) So that L was worse than. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, if we're gonna put down a list of L's, yeah. Speaking of that, anybody uh, wants to check out our podcast that we already plugged earlier? We uh, we talk about one of Dustin's uh, L's that uh, not many people got to see, but it was pretty good. It involves me uh, trying to talk to a girl that I thought was sweet, and uh, it was pretty tough. So if anybody wants to find out, you know where to look. <laughs> okay. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> Yo, bless. <laughs> um, okay. Kyle, we're going to get to you. Dustin, I have more stories. <laughs> this is you guys. I'm, I'm here for the funny. I'm here for the funny. You guys go. Okay. okay. Jumping back to Dayton, Ohio, because this story popped in my head. Um, we were walking down the street before the game. Like we were, I think we walked, we were some reason walking to the school and we got to this intersection. I'm pretty sure you're wearing like your blue and black Aerosmith shirt that you wore about five and a half days a week every week oh, yeah. um, <laughs> Aerosmith um, pause I don't even fit it anymore your boy's heavy <laughs> yeah, back when he's aligned when he was skinny yeah, yeah couple C's couple C's um, anyways we get to this intersection and shouts out to the guy Chad Hansen um, bad boy so he was sitting at the light and waiting to cross and someone drove by in their car and turned left. And he turns to the boys and is like, yo, that chick totally just checked me out. And we're like, Chad, she just shoulder checked. <laughs> and he was like, no, 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 no. It's like, dude, she's just being a safe driver. She's no. And oh, just so many memories like that that oh my god just thank thank you guys i i love getting like the blast from the past and like the stories that you don't always remember um i'll always remember getting my butt whooped in fusion frenzy by dustin that's just not fun that's just a tragic memory but that's that's, once fusion frenzy comes out you know you're not going to sleep that night (laughs) No, it's an all get the monsters let's get it going you know i think i need to take the moment to just apologize to all the boys that you know have to suffer playing games with me because when i win you hear about it (laughs) honestly it's been a thing like kyle even this is last couple weeks we have a connected madden franchise 
and your boy knows how to like glitch the franchise to make the AIs trade me whatever I want. Like <laughs> I just like made them like at the beginning of the season, just drop Chase Young, drop Joey Bosa. And like, I have just like a gross team now. Like my team's just glitch. <laughs> so <laughs> everyone's like, Kyle's trying to like keep up, but like, I'm, it's just, it's so unfair. And just the amount of rage that Kyle oh. has to sit there and deal with when we matched up. And it was just like pick after pick after pick pick unblocked sack after sack after sack oh, <laughs> it's and i'm just in there talking the whole time but, talks the whole time but if he take if he loses once it's bedtime oh, it's <laughs> over it's <laughs> over gotta go home. yeah my mom said you guys gotta go home <laughs> nothing i could do nothing i could do guys like it changes quick <laughs> 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 It's oh yeah, oh yeah, I'll take it, take it. You know, come all right. We're gonna show we're, let's do something else. I'm I'm done. Like it's, it's so okay. Oh my god. And like it's not just like you said, yeah, Madden sports games, yeah, he'll get you. It's those arcade games. Those are the ones. Oh those are the ones they, they, it's because nobody's ever played them and somehow he's mastered them. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 a tutorial on how to play these games after two days. No. I, I bet Dustin has like a deep catalog and like knows how to perfect like those old like Burger King games, like Sneak King. I'm sure Dustin's a pro at that for just some strange reason. Yo, I've got max achievements on those games. Don't oh, even of t- course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> the catalog's probably like 200 deep. I still like, I remember when we were like in middle school, I used to like actually do like achievement hunting and shit. And I would, I literally would find those games just because I'm like, oh, I can destroy this game. This one's simple. And then I would just get all the achievements, move on to the next. And even to this day, like I look at it now and I'm like, man, I still have like the highest gamer score out of like our entire circle just because I've been so hard. It's been like what, like probably like 15 years and counting of me like playing. Something crazy. Oh my goodness. So Kyle, <laughs> I, I think that we met just before you got diagnosed yeah i believe so i think it was uh yeah the year before because uh because you're one year one year older right yeah 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 so i think your senior year is when i met you so that was grade 11 and going into grade 12 is when i got diagnosed right so i think, I think right at, right at the end yeah, yeah. So do you want to just like walk the people through what that entire experience was like just kind of give us like the the walkthrough of of that experience because like it's it's a bit of a crazy story for someone who's going into 12th grade to experience oh yeah it was uh it was fun and to make it even more fun it was located in the nutsack so <laughs> gets that self-consciousness out real quick mm-hmm. but uh so basically what happened was uh, i started noticing my ball felt a little bit big it was a little bit little little uncomfortable and then slowly but surely got like bigger and noticeable and i was like okay well i'm never telling anybody about this so hopefully it goes away <laughs> good three months later it didn't go away it got bigger and finally had like had had to like let my mom know hey this is going on and then i uh, end up going going to the hospital and they they basically tell me oh it's a uh, blown they call it a blown hydrocele some liquid got in made a whatever so then he said he's gonna book me a surgery. 
Books the surgeon, but the guy is supposed to go uh, go on holiday for a month, so he said he can book me for after. My doctor kind of pushed, hey, you mind just waiting an extra two days, get him in, because like he's in a lot of discomfort. So he does it, ends up getting there, it's supposed to be a good two-hour exploratory surgery, find out what they need to do, and then maybe if it needs to be a little bit bigger, push me to somebody else. Ends up being a seven or eight-hour affair, and uh Turns out it was cancer, it was a tumor. Had to remove it, remove, remove the nut. And then uh, the, the funny part of cancer was uh, <laughs> I, I, wake, I wake up from the surgery and I'm, I'm all on the meds and shit. And uh, the doctor's like, hey, you know, it was, it was cancerous. We got rid of it. Uh, but you, you did have cancer. So just so you know, I'm all high, so I don't really give a shit. But then apparently he didn't tell my parents. So they, they came in the room and they come and say, oh, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. I had cancer, but they got rid of it. So we're good. And my mom's like, wait, what? And I, I'm pretty sure my mom fainted at that moment and uh, then ended up with that part. We don't have to go into the crazy details of everything with uh, with it, but uh, the, the side effect that kind of affected school-wise and like my actual personal life after was that I, I had to start doing chemo. I did a, had a big surgery instead of doing radiation. But uh, basically, I had to do, for the first like three months of my grade 12 year, I was going to school for two days and then having three days off because I do, it was, I don't know what they were called because I didn't care to learn all the words. But I called uh, my Mondays, I had a single chemo which was a, it wasn't too bad. And then every second, second Monday, I, I had what I called double chemo. And that one, I had to stay in the hospital for like two to three days because uh, it was just, you, you kind of had to, you just sat there and threw up for two days, which is super fun. But um, the part that, the part that really, uh, the only like regret out of it is that I didn't listen to anybody when they said, hey, like, I know you're a basketball player and everything. Maybe take this year off, come back next year, and do it again. I'm like, well, fuck you. You can't tell me what to do. I'm I'm gonna keep playing basketball. So I stayed on the team, still practiced, still played. I'm clearly full of cancer because I got bald head, fucking skinny as shit. I got this little, uh, it's called a VAD in my chest, a vascular access device that looks like a fucking I'm a mutant that needs to get poked every couple hours, and I'm out there taking charges. <laughs> Doctor says if I start bleeding, I might not stop. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna keep doing this sport, catch elbows, and hopefully it doesn't affect me. <laughs> but I'm an idiot in that way because if I would have redshirted, I could have just came back the next year, played played out my senior year as a year older, and like clearly I was able to practice still, so I would have been better. Would have maybe be like I would have went to college, done whatever, but my uh, my ego, and my pride would not let me take any breaks, so. Ended up graduating and all the, all that fun stuff, but uh, been cancer clear for I think eight or nine years now. So uh, after seven years, it's in full remission, and it was a childhood cancer that I got way later than I was supposed to. But uh, so that means that there's no chance of it specifically coming back. If I get some other type of cancer, I'm just the unluckiest asshole around. <laughs> I'm not getting the same one twice. That's fair. Yeah. Um, that's well, thank you for sharing that. That's, that's huge. Um, 
sure. yeah i was gonna say i don't know what was worse probably like enduring the chemo or just enduring the relentless ball jokes from dustin oh <laughs> It's, it wasn't specifically only Dustin. I would say I was chill on that regard. I was yeah, just no, to go no, as as much as Dustin is a loud voice, he's a softy and he's he's a he's a very emotional guy. So he's not good at picking on people when they're down. That's what I'm here for. So <laughs> we have some friends that aren't the same. Yeah, we, we got some friends where uh, one of one of the buddies he he tried to kick off making fun of me for like because he didn't really know what. I guess his joke wasn't really a good joke, but he tried it to try and get everybody else to be able to get, be okay. And he, he said, like, oh, how many cancer patients does it take to unscrew a light bulb? I'm like, how many? He's like, they can't. They just fall over because they're too tired. And I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> like, I see what you were trying to do, but that's not funny. <laughs> this was a thing, like, trying to normalize making fun of Kyle for having kids. <laughs> And you're like shaking my head because I'm like, why are we doing this? None of these jokes are funny. They're just ruthless. And I can't help but laugh at how uncomfortable everyone is after someone says it. And everybody's just getting that lit, light bit of gambling that I don't die. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, that's the part where it's like, you gotta, you gotta, gotta know your bet. Because if I do die, you gotta eat those words. You gotta remember yeah. The yeah. last word you said was a cancer joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 stuff stays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you could have gone with, you know, man, look at that kid. He's out there fighting cancer. Could could die if he starts bleeding. He's still gonna take that charge and put up that double double every night, though. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna take that charge. He's gonna put up those points. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can't even think of a good joke. Like it's. <laughs> There there are some good jokes, but they just you can. It's not. uh, There's no real one-liners that work with cancer. (laughs) You kind of got to build up and really pull it out of your ass. Mm. I think for me, the thing that I always thought was funny was kind of like the other day we talked about on our podcast how like Kyle's always wanted to get in a fight like since as long as I've known him. So like these guys always ready to scrap, but no one wants to scrap the kid with cancer because (laughs) that's not really. A win-win situation anyways the thing that i always thought about was well kyle is still out here trying to go hard in basketball but who's trying to guard the cancer kid they don't want to play physical d they they're like do i bump him do i like play into him like how hard do i go what if i hit him and he stops breathing am i gonna be the a charge for, like murder like i'm just giving them an excuse for why i'm about to put up numbers like your boy's getting his numbers. It doesn't matter if they're empty stats. <laughs> but dude might have got out of the way, but I still hit the shot. And like the coach, are you gonna be the coach that benched a kid because he got cancer? Or are you gonna like make him come off the bench? No, see, that was so this was another one that I was a real asshole. I didn't really realize it at the time. But all my coaches were like, Oh no, we don't want you to play. We want you to wait till next year. Like, we're really not comfortable with it. And I would just berate them in front of everybody for like, this is my choice, blah, blah, blah. I'm an asshole. I'm just going to yell at these adults that clearly know what they're talking about. Clearly want what's best for you. Yeah, they just want what's best for me. And I'm like, but I want to play basketball. (laughs) Let me play. (laughs) Did anyone ever like talk smack with you on the court? Like they're like, hey, I'll pull that VAD right out of you. Or just like, (laughs) like, (laughs) Did anyone even try? I wish. <laughs> the oh. closest. Oh, no. 
the closest was a kid uh, at a at a tournament. He's like, yo, I don't know what they did to the barber, but they really fucked up your hair, hey? <laughs> And a guy on his team was like, yo, that dude has cancer. What are you saying? <laughs> he just went white. He was a brown guy, and he was a white guy in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he did not mean to make that joke. Oh, no. <laughs> what I mean, it's the moment. You can make those jokes in the moment, and they're yeah. fucking cold. But, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Oh. So, full disclosure. Uh, I have food waiting outside my door right now and it's going to be really cold. So I'm going to wrap this up, but we are going to get back on the mic soon and just make this oh, a regular yeah. thing because I've had so much fun tonight. Um, <laughs> so, we have to get on the, uh, on the talk our way on podcast. Dog. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm here for it. I'm here. I, I listened to a couple of the clips. The, like the, yeah, the no one wants to fight the cancer patient. Oh, gold. Just gold. <laughs> just gold. So yeah, go find uh, Kyle and Dustin. Just go search, um, yeah, Talk Your Way Out podcast. Um, really quick, because like I said, we can go off the rails and talk about fart jokes and old football stories, but I want to at least give some sort of actual content for everyone out there. So we'll start with we'll start with Kyle. What's uh, one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? Uh, turns out you don't need two nuts to have a kid, so always wrap up. I was gonna say, man, th- this kid just—he—he he shoots. He don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help. You can't, I can't help. No, be serious for like two seconds. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> My voice been on me about this whole making jokes and everything, but uh, uh, satisfying and good life. Uh, good friends. Good friends. Talk to people. Uh, don't hide, don't hide your shit. When you, when you fuck up, don't pretend that you didn't. When, uh, when you say something wrong, apologize. Just, uh, just be you. Don't, uh, don't try and be anybody else. Even if it takes a while to get there. Be real, be open and wrap up right on. All right, Dustin, <laughs> what's, uh, what's one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? I've got you on a Tinder profile somewhere. <laughs> Tip is to laugh like this. Oh my! I haven't Lord. laughed like this in forever. Oh, okay, Dustin, we got to get through it. Let's hear it. What was the question again? What's one tip you have for a satisfying and healthy life? I think the best tip I could give is learning to be grateful. Be grateful for the moment. Be grateful for the gifts you've already been given. Be grateful for the people that support you despite anything you may or may not have done in your life. Be grateful for any time you get lucky and, and don't have a, don't get upset when things don't go your way. Because I feel like it, one thing I've noticed in my life is that I get lucky often, but I've known people that can see that luck and be jealous of it and then get mad when they don't also get lucky. And I see that the difference is that I'm not mad when I don't get lucky. I accept things as they come 
But when I do get lucky, I'm grateful and I don't expect it to ever happen again. And so when you appreciate those things that happen to you, you really start to enjoy the moment and you're not sitting there being bitter when things aren't going your way or when you don't get, you know, the, the best opportunity, you draw the short straw. You're just grateful for when you do get it. It means a lot more and you're not sitting there depressed worrying about the next one. Unless you lose at video games. <laughs> All that's wrong. As far as video games are concerned, it's always a gift because it's a teaching moment. And because I also don't want my friends to kill themselves, they need a moment to be happy before I destroy them. Oh, you're so nice, Dustin. Oh, man. You're such a humanitarian. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, where can people find you online if they want to keep up with you? Uh, every everywhere at uh, K Lord Co one three. That's K L O R T E A U one three. And Dustin. Yo, we're at, we're at uh, Dustin underscore Plett, D U S T A N underscore P L E T T. We uh we got that podcast like I said at Talk Our Way Out. We're on uh, Spotify, Google Podcast, pretty much every podcast platform you can think of. We're on it. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, I guess technically, and Facebook. <laughs> 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 we basically only follow ourselves on Twitter, but whatever you do. <laughs> just screaming into the endless void, just about yeah. I got you. Uh, and, and Dustin, you're gonna love this question. Uh, what's something you're grateful for? One something I'm grateful for, um, you know what? I, uh, I'm grateful for the ability to create friendships that I've made because like Kyle said, uh, on our podcast the other day, uh, that we posted today, um, he's just able to pick up and link up with some of my friends that he didn't have the same experiences with, such as yourself, such as my boys in Toronto and my ability to create these friendships and relationships with people has just attracted so many positive people to my life that, like I said, they're, they're such good people that they always click with each other immediately because they're all that same kind. They're cut from the same cloth. They're all competitors. They're all lighthearted. They're all kind. And they all really want the best out of their life. And you can't, uh, like, you know, they always say you're, you're, it's the circle you surround yourself with. Those are the people that are going to shape you. So. I feel like I've been able to find a good group of people. Boom. Absolutely. Kyle, real quick, what's something you're grateful for? Honestly, I'm grateful for my family for uh, just being like, A, being able to have kids. That was was always up in the air, literally until we found out we were having our first. So being able to have two daughters, have a a wife at home. uh, It's it's awesome. It's uh, that's, that's my big, my big thing to be grateful for everything else can come and go. We can make it work, but those ones, those ones are my, my favorite. Mm, love that. And I love you guys. Missed you guys a lot. We'll uh, have to get back on here. Like Dustin, we haven't even talked about those sandwiches we used to get at, at York whenever I'd come up. Like we haven't touched on that yet. We have so many things to cover, but you randomly showing up to my bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna. Okay, that's we're teasing that. We'll, we'll yeah. be back. We'll be teasers, back. teasers, yeah. bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll tease me randomly going up to Kyle's bachelor party in the middle of nowhere, um, and all that good stuff. Boys, I love you. Have a great one. Yeah, Take care, brother. Man. Take care, brother. Appreciate it.